Preface of Stratagems and Conspiracies to Defraud Life Insurance Companies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in January 2022. Stratagems and Conspiracies to Defraud Life Insurance Companies. An Authentic Record of Remarkable Cases by John B. Lewis and Charles C. Bombaugh. Preface The first edition of this book appeared in 1878. It was limited to 1,500 copies and was exhausted soon after publication. Subsequent applications for copies were attended with disappointment and followed with frequently repeated requests for a new edition embracing the more important additional cases which have occurred during the intervening period. The present revised and enlarged volume is published in response to this demand, and is commended as a trustworthy record to those for whose use and reference it is primarily intended, life insurance companies and agents, medical examiners, insurance lawyers, and medico-legal experts. Objection has been made that if such a record of ingenious devices for defrauding the life companies transcends its immediate design and purpose, it may prove dangerously suggestive. But it should be remembered that a double-edged sword cuts both ways, and if these narratives fall within the range of the evil eye, the vision is not confined to the exposure of the cunning contrivances and artifices of this class of schemers and plotters. It includes picturesque views of detection and punishment, of the determined efforts of the companies, at whatever cost, to run them down, of the machinery of courts of justice, of the gloom of the prison cell, of the dark outlines of the scaffold. The cases in this book are for the most part more suggestive or instructive to detective agencies than to conspirators. To the managers of our life companies, these records furnish an impressive object lesson. Collectively, they emphasize, as never before, the increasing importance of scrutinizing the moral hazard as closely as the physical risk, and the need of more watchful attention to the question of insurable interest and its bearing upon assignments. The anxiety of the companies to increase the lines upon their books and of the agents to increase their remuneration has heretofore been largely responsible for placing aggressive weapons in the hands of intending assailants. It is encouraging to note steady improvement in this direction, to observe that the companies are substituting quality for quantity and circumspection for overconfidence. They realize that in their coming encounters with this form of human ingenuity, halfway measures of repression and compromise settlements must give way to remorseless pursuit. In the cases in which important questions of law are involved, the reasons of the courts are given at more or less length for convenient reference. In addition to the law points, the reader will find in some of the charges of judges to juries concise and careful and comprehensive reviewal of the facts, and these are valuable because of the fairness and the intelligence to which they bear witness. There are but few cases in this volume in which the fairness of the bench is questionable. It is quite otherwise with the twelve in the box. The perverse prejudice of the average juryman against corporations, 
too often results in scandalous injustice, as many of the verdicts herein reported prove. If their findings were to end with subversion of justice, with expression of contempt of the obligations of the companies to honest policyholders, and with manifest disregard of the sacredness of trust funds, it would be deplorable enough. But as these records show, such jurymen serve as scene-shifters for fresh conspiracies and tempt the malefactors they have liberated to the commission of new crimes. These narratives also show that no community has a monopoly of the piratical adventurers who thus prey upon beneficent institutions. They are of all nationalities as well as of both sexes, and everywhere alike, to no code or creed confined. A remarkable instance of their machinations may for a season concentrate attention upon a given locality, but the next startling outbreak may be thousands of miles away. The offenders vary in character from the smooth and polished and educated scoundrel to the coarse and vulgar and illiterate outlaw. Some of the actors in the drama rise to the higher realms of comedy or tragedy, while others are never lifted above the low level of the brutal villain of the play. If this book shall in any measure be helpful in diminishing the number of sensational scenes on this stage of action, it will more than serve its purpose. End of preface